Hello, welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCreary, and today's episode will be an audio-only podcast. There will be no video to go along with it. Just wanted to let y'all know in advance. I know the last couple of episodes I've been talking about the NBA playoffs. I am going to be discussing or talking about basketball today, but I'm not going to be talking about the NBA playoffs. Instead, I am going to be talking about analytics or statistics, whatever you want to call them. Now, a few months ago, I released an article and a podcast where I introduced a set of uh, statistics that I found, which I called per 35 attempts stats, um, which are uh, basically a set of metrics in football, which you can use to analyze quarterback play in the NFL using passing efficiency numbers. Um, And today, I'm going to introduce a whole new set of metrics that I have found. Um, This time, they're in basketball. Now, the, the things I talk about today, they're not completely brand new concepts. Um, and some of the things I've, um, you know, I found from other people or at le- they were at least influenced by the work of other people. Um, so I don't want to act like everything that I talk about in this podcast today is brand new and that I created it and that I found it because that just wouldn't be true. Um, so I want to be just completely honest about it. Some of these things were influenced by other people, uh, but I think these metrics are really interesting and can help us as basketball fans uh, be smarter about the game and can help us analyze the game more intelligently. Um, now, let's go, go ahead and get into it. Now, what I talked about today, um, I used per 100 possession stats and advanced stats, which you can find on basketballreference.com. And I used those stats to come up um, with a few different categories, uh, which or kind of measure different skills in basketball, like like score. some of the categories I'm going to talk about today are like passing, scoring talent, scoring efficiency, total defense, uh, creation, spacing, gravity, stuff like that. Um, and I, I wanted to see if I could use simple metrics that are available to the public to you know measure things that are very important very important to the game of basketball. Like, creation is massively important um, to, to, the, to the offensive end of the, of the floor. And guy, like guys who are great creators in basketball are very valuable players. So guys that rank high, very high in this metric are likely to be really good and valuable players. Um, now, if you're wondering what are per 100 possession numbers and why am I using those? So per game numbers are, are what most people use when they're talking about players. They'll use the slash line, which is like points, rebounds, and assists. And, and, and those are okay. Like if you, set, if you bring up um, a, a player's per game numbers, that's fine. But to see like who the most efficient or who the best players are, it's actually better to use either per 36 minutes numbers or per 100 possession numbers. Um, Now, I, you know, I think that per possession numbers are the best numbers to use. I will never, you will never hear me use per game numbers because they're just nowhere near as good as per 100 possession numbers because um, when you you want, like you want to look at players and discuss players or like discuss when you discuss players, you want to know who the most efficient players are. 
Um, and looking at players on a per-possession basis is the best way to look at players, or is the best way to analyze players, because it puts everyone on the same playing field. Because when you use per-game numbers, some players play on a team uh, with a more high, like, with a, an offense, uh, or with a, a faster-paced offense, or a more high-paced offense. And so players that play on a high-paced offense are going to be at an advantage because they're going to get more shots up. They're going to be able to accumulate more assists, more rebounds. So players that play um, with more pace, they're at, they're at an advantage. And some players play more minutes per game. So let's say you're comparing Nikola Jokic and Royce O'Neal. Uh, Jokic plays a lot more minutes per game than Royce O'Neal. So he's going to be at an advantage. Um, and if you want an even better example, let's say Jokic and Seth Curry. Like Jokic plays more minutes than Seth Curry, so he's going to be at an advantage. He's automatically going to accumulate a higher volume of stats due to the number of minutes he plays. That's why I use per 100 possession numbers, um, and that's why I use that for this exercise. Now, advanced stats, if you're wondering what those are, um, those include like true shooting percentage, um, assist rate, steal rate, and block rate, total rebound rate, uh, box plus minus, win shares, uh, value, over value over replacement player, stuff like that, metrics like that. Um, and so I came up with a couple of different formulas um, which give us a, a number uh, for each each category that I discussed or that I talked about earlier. Um, and, and we can use these numbers to kind of measure how good these players are at scoring, passing, defense. And these metrics aren't perfect. If a player ranks the highest in, the, in a metric, it doesn't mean they're the best at this one thing. And this is meant to be kind of like a guideline, kind of like a roadmap. If a player ranks high in a metric, that, that just means that we should probably take a deeper look um, into their film to see, are, are, like, hey, maybe they are actually really good at this. And if they rank high in these metrics, they probably are. Now, there are a few players that rank high in, in, a, in, in, a specific, in specific metrics like total defense. Nerlens Noel ranks high in total defense. I think he ranks second. Is he the second best defender in the NBA? Probably not. Um, but that, and that's why I say this isn't gospel. This is just a roadmap, um, or this is something, this is like a guideline where we should look at it to say, hey, these guys rank really high in this stat. Um, maybe they're really good at defense. Maybe they're really good passers. Let's take a deeper look at the film to see, um, if we're missing something. That's what this is really for. Now let's get into it talking about, uh, this season. We're going to look at these metrics, uh, from this season, the 2020-2021 season, starting off with scoring efficiency. Now, scoring efficiency measures basically just that. Who are the most efficient scorers? Um, and this uses, um, uh, this measure, this uses, the formula is usage times points per 100 possessions times true shooting percentage. Um, and so number one for this season is Stephen Curry at 10.03. Um, then second is Joel Embiid. Third is Luka Doncic. Fourth is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Fifth is Kevin Durant. Sixth 
is Bradley Beal. Seventh is Damian Lillard. Eighth is Zion Williamson. Ninth is Zach Levine. And tenth is Donovan Mitchell. Now, um, there are some guys that are just outside the top ten, like Nikola Jokic. Is, is it Nikola Jokic or Nikolai Jokic? I don't know. I'll, I'll go ahead and say Nikolai Jokic. Then Trey Young is 12th, and Devin Booker is 13th. Um, I like this. I think this makes sense. Um, when you're looking at scoring efficiency of players who are um, the most, who are really efficient scorers while also having a high usage rate, um, Stephen Curry being one makes sense. Joel Embiid too. That's really impressive. Um, Embiid is a dominant scorer um, down low. Um, he's become more more skilled as a scorer over the last couple of years. Um, Luka Doncic being third is crazy because he's only, I think he's 22 years old right now. So him being third in this metric is insane. Then we got Giannis, Kevin Durant, n- no surprise there. Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. One guy that, that I'm really impressed is up here is Zion Williamson. Um, he is become a, a superstar in the NBA. Um, and to see him at number eight is really impressive. Then we got Zach Levine, Donovan Mitchell. Makes sense. Those guys are really good scorers. Donovan Mitchell being 10th, um, a little surprising because he isn't the most efficient scorer. His true shooting percentage is low relative to like the stars of the game, like Kevin Durant, Giannis, Luka, Embiid, and Curry. Um... So it's kind of surprising to see him up here. Jokic is up here. I think Jokic is a little bit lower because he doesn't have a, a high, a super high usage rate. Um, Trey Young being up here is impressive as well. Um, I like that metric. Now let's move on to scoring talent. Uh, this is the next category. And scoring talent isn't supposed to measure who the most skilled scores are in the NBA because you can't really do that with numbers. Uh, but it does measure... Um, you know, scoring efficiency along with volume. So uh, the formula is um, usage rate times um, two-point attempts per 100 possessions plus three-point attempts per 100 possessions plus free-throw attempts per 100 possessions times points per 100 possessions times uh, true shooting percentage. And when you look at the list, number one is Joel Embiid. Number two is Stephen Curry. Third is Luka Doncic. Fourth is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Fifth is Bradley Beal. Sixth is Kevin Durant. Seventh is Donovan Mitchell. Eighth is Damian Lillard. Ninth is Zion Williamson. Tenth is Trey Young. Um, and then guys on the outside looking in. At 11, we got Devin Booker. Twelfth, Zach Levine. And thirteenth, LeBron James. Uh, Joel Embiid took a pretty big jump here. Um, and I believe that he takes a ton of shots. Um, that had something to do with it, um, and, and his true shooting percentage is super high, mainly because he is a center, um, uh, so that's interesting, but we still got, like, all the names that were high on the, on scoring efficiency are high here, uh, let's move on to passing, I'm really interested to see this, um, I'm actually not gonna, you know, I'm not going to give y'all the formula for these for the rest of the podcast, just because I don't want to take up too much time. Um, but with passing, and, and I'll probably make this public at some point in the near future so you can see this and see what the formulas are for yourself. For yourself. Uh, then we got passing. 
Um, and this isn't a perfect measure of a player's passing ability, but I think it does a, a solid job of telling you who the best passers are in the league. Um, and the formula does incorporate assists per 100 possessions and assist rate. It also, you know, um, it, it denotes, or I guess it hurts a player when he turns the ball over a lot. So if a player has a lot of turnovers, a lot of turnovers, or a, or a high turnover rate, that'll hurt them in this category. Um, usage rate also matters in this. Um, and number one in this category is Luka Doncic. Second, Trey Young. Um, really impressive to see two guys um, that are super young be so high on the list. Third, we got Russell Westbrook. Um, such a such a good passer, man. Um, I, I know that Russell Westbrook gets a lot of hate for his style of play. Um, and, and I don't exactly love Russell Westbrook as a player. Um, but, man, he is a very good passer. Even when you watch him play. These aren't just empty numbers. Um, like, he is legitimately a very good passer. And then fourth, we have James Harden. Now, I do want to say, James Harden is fourth here, but this is only um, from the games where he played in Houston this season. Um, it's eight games, uh, 290 minutes. I, I do need to say, I didn't mention this before, uh, this the only players that were in this database specifically are players that played 250 minutes this season. Um, and some play it did take. Uh, so some players are included. Um, it only has. Uh, it doesn't like there. Are, so there are like three um, uh, listings for certain players. Like James Harden, there'll be. Um, a listing for him from when he played in Houston. There will be a listing from when he played uh, with Brooklyn. And, there, and then there will be a listing of his total. So it will be combined from when he played in Houston and Brooklyn. This is from when he played in Houston. Then at fifth, we got LeBron James. Sixth is Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic or Nikola Jokic. Then seventh and eighth is James Harden. Seventh is his total for the season. Then eighth is when he played in Brooklyn. Then ninth, we have Karis LeVert. Tenth, we got Damian Lillard. Um, guys on the outside looking in, number 11, Jimmy Butler. Twelfth, Chris Paul. And thirteenth, John Wall. Um, a guy that's up here that you might not think uh, would be up here that might be a little bit surprising is DeMar DeRozan at 15th. Uh, Stephen Curry makes an appearance at 16th. That's awesome to see. Um, I like this metric. I think it does a very good job of telling us who the best passers are. Like, all of these guys at the top are really, really good passers. Um, and, and Nikolai Jokic being up there, up here, is insane considering he's a center. Um, he just, he should not be up here. Um, and, and I'm not saying he shouldn't be up here. I'm just saying, like, the fact that a center is up here is crazy. And he deserves to be up here. He is undeniably one of the league's best passers. So it's it's crazy to see that he is up up there with the league's best passers. Um, next up, I want to look at total defense. I have other metrics that have to do with defense, uh, but I just want to look at total defense. This does this takes into account pretty much everything: steal, steal rate, and blocks, block rate, um, impact metrics, and like defensive rebounding. So it takes all of that into account. Number one is Rudy Gobert. Um, he's up there. He isn't leading by a large amount because there is a guy um, 
close behind him, and that is Nerlens Noel um, at number two. Now, I don't think Nerlens Noel is the second best defender, or, or or was the second best defender in the league this season. Um, and, and you look at like EPM from uh, dunks and threes, and he's a little bit lower in that. He is a good defender. Um, I just don't think that he was the second best defender in the league this year. Um, and then third, we have Matisse Thibel. He was awesome this year. Fourth, Draymond Green. Fifth is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Sixth is Nikolai Jokic. He's up he, up here because his uh, really his um, his impact metrics are really high. I don't think he's this good defensively. I think he is, um, or I think he showed improvements on defense this season. But I don't think he's uh, this good defensively. Then we have Robert Williams, Mark Gasol at 8th, Robert Williams at 7th. At 9th, we got Jimmy Butler, 10th, Bam Adebayo, 11th, Ben Simmons. Then, um, you know, some other guys are on the outside looking in, DeMontis Simonis and Royce O'Neal. Solid list. Um, It's really hard to measure defense using numbers because, you know, Defense, you, you really have to watch film uh, to really see how good players are on defense. But I think this metric does a good job painting a picture of who the best defenders in the league are. There are some outliers and some guys that are a lot higher than they should be. Um, but Rudy Gobert being one or being first is a good sign. I think Draymond Green being high in this metric is also a pretty good indicator of how good this metric is. Um, it's really hard to get a metric that um, does a good job uh, measuring defense. And I think this me- this metric um, does a pretty good job of that. Now, offensive rebounding, de- defensive rebounding, I'm not going to take too long on this. I'll go over the top five for each. Offensive rebounding, we got uh, uh, number one is Boban Marjanovic. He, he didn't play too many minutes this year, only played 271 minutes. Then we got Dwight Howard, Clint Capella, Moses Brown, and Enos Cantor. Um, then defensive rebounding, we have, let me let me sort this out. We have, number at number one, we have Andre Drummond, Dwight Howard, DeMarcus Cousins, Andre Drummond again. So number one, uh, we had Andre Drummond, Stanton, Cleveland. Fourth is his total for the season. Then fifth, we got Clint Capella. Sixth is Rudy Gobert. And then seventh, once once again, is Boban Marjanovic. Um, you know, honestly, rebounding is not very valuable, in my opinion. I think it has some value, just it's nowhere near as valuable as, like, defense, passing, or scoring. And you can kind of tell uh, by looking at that list. And then for total rebounding, number one is, I believe... Okay, it's Dwight Howard. Uh, then we got Clint Capella, Bobar Marjanovic. Then we have Andre Drummond um, in his stint with Cleveland. Then Andre Drummond for the entire season. Then Enos Cantor. And then Rudy Gobert. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas also makes an appearance on this list. Um, so, nice. Uh, then we have Creation. I am very excited to get into this. Um, and this is This basically measures... Who the best uh, creators are in the league, and that takes into account scoring and passing. Um, it, it, included in the formula is like usage rate, um, like uh, two point attempts, three point attempts, and free throw attempts per 100 possessions. Um, what else? Let me actually look at what else is involved in the formula, um, like assist, assist rate, um, and then turnovers and, and turnover rate. 
is all is also included. Number one in creation, according to this metric, is Luka Doncic. Number two is Trey Young. Um, number three is Nikolai Jokic. That's insane for a center to be up there. That just that just shows how good Jokic is offensively. Number four, we got Stephen Curry. Fifth, Damian Lillard. Uh, sixth, LeBron James. Then seventh, eighth, and ninth is James Harden. Um, and, and you're looking at his stint from Houston, Brooklyn, and um, his total for the season. Then we got at tenth, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Eleventh, um, De'Aaron Fox. Twelfth, Donovan Mitchell. Thirteenth, Kyrie Irving. Fourteenth, Russell Westbrook. And fifteenth, Jimmy Butler. Um, I think that list makes a lot of sense. Seeing Luka Doncic up there and Trey Young, that's crazy. Like both of those guys are super young. They came into the league at the same time in 2018, and the fact that both of those guys are, according to this metric, some of the two best or, or were the two best creators in the league this season, and that's insane. It just shows how talented those guys are. Um, and I think um, I'm probably going to. You know, take a deeper look at these guys and either make a video, write an article, or talk about them on a podcast. But I want to do a deep dive into them soon um, because I think both of these players have a chance to be like some of the best players in the league uh, at one point. At some point, I think Luka Doncic is already there. I think Trey Young is getting there um, and might get there sooner, uh, sooner than you think. I think Trey Young is a stud. Um, I do want to say I am a Hawks fan, so you can say I'm biased in that. Um, but we'll go through the rest of these metrics. I think he's really underrated and that he is actually one of the best players in the league. Sorry, I had to get a, a drink real quick. Uh, let's move on. Let me look at what the next category is. The next category is a spacing. So spacing, a really simple metric. This actually, I got this from a guy on Twitter. Let me look. Okay, so on uh, this guy on Twitter named CJ Morshasani. I hope I said that right. He, um, he does a lot of work in basketball, um, mainly for the NBA draft. And he created the metric um, that measures spacing. I did it for the NBA and also for college basketball. And I tried to copy that. And I think I did a very good job. I actually think our our list are the same. He released his own list. Um, and, and the formula is really just three-point attempts times three-point percentage. Um, and, and it basically just shows you guys that shoot a high volume of threes and, and slash or are just super good or super efficient three-point shooters. Um, you know, when you look at spacing, spacing isn't just who the most efficient three-pointers are. You also have to take a high volume of shots um, to have a big impact in spacing. Um, it, guys like, like number one for this metric is Stephen Curry. That makes total sense. Um, and then you got like number two is Wayne Ellington. Third is Damian Lillard. Fourth is Jordan Clarkson. Now, Jordan Clarkson this season shot... 30 around 35 percent from three that's okay but it's not great and you might be wondering why is he so high in this metric the reason why is because he shot 16 threes per 100 possessions i uh, that's not first in the in the entire league but it is second behind stephen curry 
Um, and, and he shoots such a high volume of threes that it kind of makes up for his lower efficiency in this category. Um, so that's why he's up there. Then we got like Damian Lillard is, oh wait, hold up. I actually am looking at the wrong, uh, the wrong list. Let me look at spacing. Uh, let me sort that out. So at number five, we got Buddy Heald. Sixth is Ben McLemore. Seventh is Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Atlanta Hawks. Eighth is Duncan Robinson. Ninth is Armani Brooks. He he didn't play a, a, a too much this season. Only played 20 games and 520 total minutes. Then tenth, we have Davis Bertans. Some guys that are on the outside looking in are like uh, Brian. I think it's Brian Forbes. It might be Bryn Forbes of the Bucks. Then we got Anthony Simons and Devontae Graham. Um, makes sense. So these are guys that um, they space the floor. Um, they shoot a lot of threes. Um, and are, you know, you, you don't have to shoot, like I said, like with the Jordan Clarkson situation, you don't have to shoot a great percentage from three to be higher in this metric, but you do have to shoot a high volume because, uh, for spacing, volume actually matters more than efficiency. Um, uh, because let's say like, and I want to look at this, um, in like a real life situation, let's say you're a defender and you're defending someone who isn't a good three-point shooter. Let's say they don't shoot a high percentage from three, and they also don't shoot a lot of threes um, every game. You're not going to close out on him um, when he gets the ball. Um, now, let's say that same guy um, shoots the same percentage, but shoots a high volume of threes per game. That forces you to at least think about closing out and it forces you to close out a little bit maybe you don't give a super hard close out but you do have to close out because um he is willing to shoot that now let's say that same guy let's say the player in the corner is like a super a super efficient three-point shooter and shoots a lot a lot of threes every game then you have to uh, close out really hard uh for that guy but that just shows you that like Volume matters more than efficiency when you when you're discussing spacing. Now let's get into gravity. Now, if you don't know what gravity is, you probably heard this term used when people discuss Stephen Curry, uh, because Stephen Curry does have great gravity, and gravity basically is the ability for a player to draw out the defense, kind of like like when Cur when you watch the Golden State Warriors play. Curry is such a great shooter, um, and, and he's such a good shooter from distance that he draws the defense out past the three-point line, and, and opponents are so scared to let him shoot um, that he'll he'll draw the, the defense away from his teammates, and that opens up um, that opens up his teammates. It allows them to get open opportunities, and so this metric basically measures elite shooters. Um, who are also very good playmakers, um, and, and I think this this is really good a really good metric. I I actually had to make some adjustments to the formula, um, but number one for this season is Damian Lillard. Number two is Stephen Curry. They actually might be tied in this metric. Let me look. No, no, Lillard is ahead of Curry. Yeah, Curry's two. Then we have number three, James Harden. Harden appears on this list three times. Um, his Houston stint is third. Then at five and six, we get his um his total stint, and then his stint with Brooklyn. Um, at fourth, we got Luka Doncic. 
Seventh, we have D'Angelo Russell. Eighth, Devontae Graham. Ninth, Trey Young. Tenth, Mike Conley. That's a little bit surprising. Uh, then, out, on the outside looking in, we got 11, CJ McCollum. Twelfth, LeBron James. Thirteenth, Fred Van Vliet. Um, I think the guys at the top make complete sense. Um, if you were to ask me who, who I personally think um, has the best gravity in the NBA, I would probably answer with either Stephen Curry or Damian, Damian Lillard. I would probably answer Stephen Curry, um, but I think I think Damian Lillard is right up there with him. That dude is a freaking stud. Um, and he has great gravity as well. Um, so I like that metric. I think space, I like, I, I love these spacing and gravity metrics. Um, I think those are extremely valuable. And shout out to CJ. Let me actually pull up his name. CJ Marchesani. Shout out to him for these metrics. And also shout out to, uh, Ben Taylor, um, also known as Thinking Basketball. Um, I, 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 so a lot of these metrics, I, uh, are influenced from his work, like creation, passing, um, those two metrics specifically, um, were influenced by him, so shout out to everyone whose work influenced these metrics, um, I, I think this is really interesting, uh, to look at, um, and, and shout out to those guys, now let's look at some, some things that I like, um, looking at positions specifically, like at point guard, um, defense, let's get to total defense for point guards for this season. Number one in total defense is Ben Simmons. I think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, other names that are up here like LeBron James, Alex Caruso, TJ McConnell, Chris Paul, uh, DeAnthony Melton is up there. Uh, I like that. Let's see some other things that I've seen that are very impressive. Let's look at passing for small forwards. Here's something that I thought was interesting. Um, number one in passing by a landslide for small forwards is Jimmy Butler. Uh, that's, that's interesting. Now, he had, I think he leads the league in assists per 100 possessions by small forwards. Um, he does indeed. Um, he's number one ahead of Joe Ingles. Um, that's awesome to see Joe to see Joe Ingles up there. Uh, power forwards. There were some interesting numbers from power forwards. Let's look at creation. Let's look at creation for power forwards. Um, number one, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is it Kevin Durant? No, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's number one. Number two is Kevin Durant, and number three. Who I I'm kind of surprised this player is listed as a small is listed as a power forward, but it's Demar Derozan. Um, I would have expected him to be listed as a shooting guard or a small forward. Instead, he's a power forward. Then fourth, we got Julius Randle. Fifth, Zion Williamson. Um, that's cool. Who are the best passing uh, power forwards according to the passing metric? Number one is Demar Derozan. Number two is Giannis. Third is Durant. Fourth is Rand, Julius Randle. Fifth is DeMontis Sabonis. Um, let's look at some impact metrics. Um, so I have a couple of impact metrics here. I, I have like the BPMs, uh, which is box plus minus, which you can see on basketball reference. I also have offensive impact. Let's look at offensive impact. Uh, this takes into account uh, offensive win shares and offensive box plus minus. 
Um, number one is uh, Nikolai Jokic. Number two is Damian Lillard. Number uh, three is Stephen Curry. Fourth is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Fifth is Zion Williamson. Sixth is uh, Kawhi, Le- Kawhi Leonard. Seventh is Joel Embiid. Eighth is Jimmy Butler. Ninth is James Harden. And tenth is Kyrie Irving. Um, that's interesting. Let's look at defensive impact, which is basically the same thing. Um, takes into account defensive win shares and defensive box plus minus. Um, number one is Rudy Gobert. Number two is Nerlens Noel. Third is Matisse Thibel. Fourth is Draymond Green. Fifth is Nikol- uh, Nikolai Jokic. Sixth is uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Seventh is Jimmy Butler. Eighth is Ben Simmons. Ninth is Mark Casal, And tenth is Bam Adebayo. Um, total impact. And this takes into account uh, win shares. Win shares per 48 minutes. Uh, box plus minus. And uh, value over, over replacement player. Uh, basically, every, uh, every one number impact metric you can see on Pro Basketball Reference um, is in this formula. Number one, Nikolai Jokic. Number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number three, Stephen Curry. Number four, Damian Lillard. Uh, number five, Jimmy Butler. Number six, Joel Embiid. And number seven, Rudy Gobert. Number eight, Kawhi, Le- Kawhi Leonard. Uh, nine, Luka Doncic. And tenth, Zion Williamson. Then we have a total impact 2.0. Um, this is another impact metric that basically it doesn't take into account uh, win shares. It's just box plus minus plus uh, value over replacement player. Number one, we have Nikolai Jokic. Number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Three, Stephen Curry. Four, Jimmy Butler. Five, Luka Doncic. Six, LeBron James. Seventh, Joel Embiid. Eighth, Damian Lillard. Ninth, Kawhi Lillard. Kawhi Leonard. Jesus. Uh, number nine, uh, number ten, James Harden. Uh, and that's actually his total for the season. Um, so that's interesting. Then we also have um, offense. Uh, it's O plus D impact, which basically just takes o, offensive impact and defensive impact. Uh, and takes those numbers and adds them together. No, and, and I don't like this metric, uh, I don't think. I think it's really wonky. Okay, no, it's actually not wonky. Um, I thought it was wonky. I thought I remember it being really weird, but it's not. Number one is Nikolai Jokic. Number two is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Number three is Stephen Curry. Fourth is, J- is Jimmy Butler. Fifth is Damian Lillard. Sixth is Joel Embiid. Seventh is Rudy Gobert. Eighth is Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Ninth is Luka Doncic. Tenth is Zion Williamson. I don't know why I can't say Kawhi Leonard's name today. I just can't speak. But yeah, so those are impact metrics that I that I've come up with, and it's basically just um, combining things that already exist. But yeah, so those are some metrics that I come up with, um, <clears throat> and I've you know used them for the 2021 season. Um, I also have a historic database. Um, do I want to get into that today? Let's do it. I've only been talking for 35 minutes. Let's get into the historic database. Now, this take, this is a database that includes every individual season from, um, the starting from 1973, um, to going to this year in 19, in 2021, um, is over 20,000 individual seasons. 
And let's get into it. So number one um, is scoring efficiency. Number one is... All right, this one's taking a while. Okay, number one is James Harden, 2018. Number two, Russell Westbrook, 2016. Number three, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 2019. That's 2019-2020. Uh, Stephen Curry, fourth, uh, 2020. That's this year. Um, he's been one of the most efficient scorers of all time this year. Number five, we got Michael Jordan in the uh, 86 season. Joel Embiid this year at six. Um, that just shows how dominant he's been uh, as a scorer. Number seven, James Harden from 2019. Number eight, Kobe Bryant, 2005. Number 9, James Harden, 2017. And 10, we got Stephen Curry, 2015. Um, and that was, his, that was his unanimous MVP season, the year he was incredible. One name that's up here that might be a little bit surprising is Isaiah Thomas. Not that Isaiah Thomas. Um, 2016 Isaiah Thomas, when he played for the Boston Celtics. Um, kind of surprising to see him. See, to see his name up there, uh, scoring talent. Let's look at this. Um, look at this list of names. Um, I'm gonna, I'm only gonna go through the top five of each list uh, now because I don't want this to take forever. Number one, James Harden. Number two, Rus- uh, number one, James Harden, 2018. Number two, Russell Westbrook, 2016. Number three, Michael Jordan, 1986. Uh, number four, Kobe Bryant, 2005. Number five, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 2019. Number six, Joel Embiid, 2020. Number seven, Michael Jordan, 1985. Number eight, James Harden, 2019. Number nine, James Harden, 2017. And tenth, Russell Westbrook, 2014. Let's move on to passing. Now, passing, um, the passing metric in the historic database may seem a little bit weird uh, because Magic Johnson is nowhere to be found. And the reason why is because he turned the ball over a lot throughout his career. Now, him not being high on this list does not mean that he is an overrated passer. It does not mean that he isn't the greatest passer of all time. Like I said, this metric and these metrics that I've discussed today are not perfect. Um, so I just want to make that clear. Now, number one in this metric is Russell Westbrook, 2016. Number two is Russell Westbrook, 2014. Three is Chris Paul, 2008. Uh, Number four is Russell Westbrook, 2017. Number five is Chris Paul, 2015. Number six, Luka Doncic, 2019. Number seven, Chris Paul, 2007. Number eight, LeBron James, 2019. Number nine, James Harden, 2016. And number 10, Russell Westbrook, 2015. Now, let's move on to total defense. I think total defense is one of the better metrics in here because um, this just makes total sense. Um, number one is Akeem Olajuwon, 1989. Number two is David Robinson in 1991. Number three is Ben Wallace, 2003. Number four is Akeem Olajuwon, 1992. Um, number five is Ben Wallace, 2002. Another name that appears once on this list is Mark Eaton, um, a, a 1984 center from the Utah Jazz. Very good shot blocker. Uh, another name that shows up here is Kevin Garnett uh, from 2003. Um, and that list makes uh, a lot of sense. Uh, the first non-big to show up on this list 
is Michael Jordan from 1987. Um, he's the, in the, the second non-big to show up here is Nate McMillan. Um, I was surprised to see him up here. Um, he, he played point guard uh, for the Seattle Supersonics in 1993. Um, and Joachim Noah is also high on this list at, at 16. That's interesting to see. Now let's move on to... Do I really want to talk about rebounding? I guess I will. Offensive rebounding. Um, I don't want to talk about these low... Um, these guys that didn't play much. Yeah, Dennis Robbins up here at 7, but everybody else didn't play a lot. Jason Williams, center for, uh, I think, the New Jersey Nets in 1997. He's up here. Uh, we also have, um, he appears here twice, also in 1995. Uh, Dennis Robbins up here in 1995. Irving Johnson, um, he didn't play much. Any other guy, like Moses Malone appears three times at 17, 18, and 19. Those are his, um, in, uh, 17th is his 1979 season, 18th is his 76th season, um, uh, and that's his total season, and then 19th is his 76th season, but that's only his stint from when he played with the Houston Rockets that season. I'm not going to look at rebounding numbers today. They just don't tell you much. Um, I mean, I can look at rebounding total. Um, let me see, does that show you anything of value? Um, maybe it does. Let me look. Yeah, okay. So Dennis Rahman is number one. It's 1994 season. Um, he's also there at three, four, fives, and six uh, with his 95 season, his 91 season, his 92 season, and his 93 season. Reggie Evans is at two um, for his 2012 season. Dwight Howard in 2020 is up there. DeAndre Jordan in 2017. Andre Drummond is up there in 2017. Um, let's move on to creation. Who are, who had some of the best creation seasons of all time? Number one is Russell Westbrook. Number two, James Harden. Number three, Russell Westbrook. Number four, Luka Doncic, 2019. Uh, Russell Westbrook at number one is for his 2016 season. Number two, James Harden's, James Harden's 2018th season. Uh, number three is Russell Westbrook's 2014th season. And number four is Luka Doncic's 2019 season. Then at number six, we have Dwayne Wade in 08. Um, LeBron James is up here at, in, for his 2009 season. Trey Young is here at 10 for his 2019 season. Um, that's cool to see. Now I think we're getting into spacing. Who had the greatest spacing season of all time? Um, you can probably guess who it is. It is the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Curry in 2020. He actually has um, the top three spots locked down. Number two is his 2015 season. And number three is his 2018 season. Now, Steve Novak appears twice here at number four and number five for his 2007 season and his 2011 season. In 2011, he actually played 1,000 minutes, but in 2007, he only played 264 minutes. James Harden is up here um, for his 2018 season. Chris Copeland for his 2013 season. Didn't play too much. Anybody that played a lot? Um, Duncan Robinson is there at 12th for his 2019 season. Um, that's all I'm going to talk about for that metric. Then we got Gravity. Who is up there for Gravity? And I had to adjust this metric. I haven't seen who's up there in Gravity. Let's look... Number one, 
my it might be let's see let's see number one and number two are tied number one is Stephen Curry for his 2015 season number two is James Harden for his 2017 season number number three is James Harden for his 2018 season um, number four and number five is occupied by Baron Davis for his 2010 season and his 2004 season. Um, I need to. He didn't play too much in these two seasons, uh, but it's inter- interesting to see him up here. Russell Westbrook is up here at number six uh, for his 2016 season. Mark Price is up here for his 1994 season. Uh, Damian Lillard is up here at nine. For his 2020 season, and that is this season. Troy Young is up here as well at number 12 for his 2019 season. Uh, it's interesting to see him up here. And then we're going to get into the impact metrics. So let's look at, uh, I don't want to get into the individual offensive impact and defensive impact. Let's look at total impact because I've been talking for a long time. Uh, the leaders in total impact um, are Michael Jordan in, in 1987. LeBron James in 2008, David Robinson in 1993, then Michael Jordan again in 1990, and Michael Jordan in 1988. Then um, leaders in total impact 2.0. Remember, this does not take into account win shares. Um, that is, the leaders are Michael Jordan in 1987, LeBron James in 2008, number three, David Robinson 1993. Number four, number four, Michael Jordan, 1988. And number five, Michael Jordan, 1990. Then we got um, offensive, off, offense plus defensive impact. It just takes, it just, you know, adds offensive impact and, and defensive impact. And the leaders, let's see. Let it, let's see it load. Number one, Michael Jordan in 1987. Number two, LeBron James in 2008. Number three, Michael Jordan in 1990. Number four, David Robinson in 1993. And number five, Michael Jordan in 1988. Now, that's all I have for today. I think moving forward, I'm going to make some adjustments. I do want to see some play. I want to see what I can do with this with playoff numbers. I'm going to play around with the formulas for some of these metrics. But I think this is very interesting. Um, let me know what y'all think. You can at me on Twitter at the Ryan McCrary. That is the Ryan R Y A N McCrary M C C R A R Y. Give me your thoughts on this, and I'll make this public at some point so you can see this for yourself. So you can see um, what the formulas are. I think this is super interesting, um, and I I, I just re- I, I think this is a fun exercise. And I will be doing this for every season moving forward. Um, I think it's really worth my time to look at these. And I, I think there were some really underrated players um, that popped out to me um, after after I did this exercise. And I'm going to make some videos. I'm going to go and take a deep dive into some players after this using these numbers. But anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. And I will see you all next time. Peace.